Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Cast with Eric and Ryan. This is your weekly Sacramento Kings podcast for Kings fans by Kings fans. As always, this episode is brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop. You can follow Ziggy Smoke Shop on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209. They have locations in Stockton and Tracy. Oh, we are coming off of a really fun episode number 101. Just last week, Ryan and I came on and talked about how it's hard out here in Kingsland as the Kings have had a disappointing month, really. Um, you can find that episode or any of our other episodes streaming wherever you get your podcasts or on the Believe Podcast Network. Bringing in my co-host today, as always, Ryan, was good. What is going on? It is hard out here to be a Kings fan. Um, yes, tonight, no beer again, as you guys know. Okay, Monday through Friday, no beers. We're really trying to cut back. Um, I'm really not even really drinking during the week. I know I'm just, you know, becoming a real, uh, clear minded, uh, sober individual. Uh, but tonight, you know, I, I had to indulge a little bit for going to be, you know, trade deadline stressful. It's a, uh, uh, Tito's and a zero calorie seven up tonight. So time out, so time out. You're telling me, so you bring it, you bring in the episode and you're telling me, oh, you know, not drinking during the week, you know, oh, no beer crack, but I'm drinking Tito's, but I'm drinking Tito's. Well, it's more, it's more of a healthy, it, it's, it's more of a healthy thing. Okay. It's one shot. It's one shot of Tito's. Okay. Which is, I looked it up, dude. My wife was giving me shit. Okay. 98 calories. Okay. And seven up zero calorie, seven up. It is what it is. Okay. I need a little juice when I'm doing the podcast. Okay. It loosens me up. It makes me feel, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I just got back from the gym, dude. I was a little wired. It just calms me down a little bit, gets me going. But I do want to say something. Okay. So as, we, as Eric was introing, I, uh, I committed, uh, I just committed to the 21 K, um, uh, Spartan race, May 15th. So I'm doing, I'm doing the 21 K Spartan race that literally just committed about 30 seconds ago, uh, doing it with the homies. Uh, you know, so I, I'm bouncing back from the surgery that I had back in September. Okay. Uh, hooping, I've uh, been working out, so I'm going to, I'm going to give it a go, man. We'll see how it goes, but I'm doing it. I just, I just wanted to come out here and publicly, you know, say that, you know, so now, now I have to do it right now. I have to post pictures because people are going to call me out, you know? So, well, new year, new year, dude, new year, new, good for you. I hope all goes well. Um, yeah. So I, I guess right now, um, Kingsland status still the same. I would say, I mean, nothing's really changed in the last week. I think it's pretty crazy. I was kind of thinking about it as, you know, we kind of, we don't really prepare for the show, but we go on and we look at trending things and the conversations we've had in the last week and kind of, that's what we refer back to. And I realized ain't shit popping off the last week. Really? There hasn't been even that many games. Let's just start off with that. Um, we recorded last Monday. There's been, I'm just pulling it up real quick, three games. So I guess technically the Kings are two and one. So that's, you know, 
for what that's worth. Am I reading that correctly? Jesus. Yeah, it, yeah. And can we talk about that real quick? The fucking Kangs, bro, beating the Nets in that stretch, right? Beating Oklahoma City, and who was the L two? Uh, the Warriors. Warriors. The Warriors. The Warriors. But beating the fucking Nets, dude. How ridiculous was that game? Didn't Harden have like seven points, if I can remember correctly? Like what the. What the fuck? Like the Anyways, ultimate? Uh, no, no, yeah, yeah, we could talk about it. I mean, like, I see nothing's nothing's really happened. But I mean, the Kings, they were coming off like I don't know. I we counted up the L's two, last week. It, 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 it was like it was like a two and fourteen stretch or something like that. Yeah, pretty crazy. And then and then obviously Fox, you know, the, being hurt and their baby and whatever the case. I, I maybe I want to actually talk about. I want to talk a little bit about that too. But um, I'll go into that. But you know, I was gonna say though to finish the thought like. The tone around the fans, around the chatter, is kind of like an off-season um, week where nothing's really going on, no one's really motivated. I don't think a lot of people are even watching the games right now. I think a lot of people are kind of checked out a little bit with the games. Um, that's kind of what I'm hearing. Uh, I think that uh, clearly a lot of people aren't going to the games. And so it's kind of... Yeah, I don't know. It's just, it, I think that's probably what's made this season the most disappointing, even more so than the letdown of the losing streaks and the, you know, all that shit. It's that it's like, it was like January and the Kings already made the season not fun. And, and that, that, that's kind of the bummer when everybody was really, really juiced coming into the year. I felt like this year, you know, that opening night was popping, you know, a lot of excitement and they just really made, made this season not fun. Um, but yeah, surprising, I guess two, two and one, even with all that though, the Kings are like still just right there. You know, <laughs> if you look in the standings, as far as the play in, maybe, maybe this is one of the criticisms that people have. I call these the, the pessimists out there and I don't know, maybe some validity to it or whatever, but the play in people say, Oh, it gives like false hope about for a team where, where they really are. Because like in the past, like if right now the Kings are sitting, you know, holding firm basically with the Spurs, like 12, 13 seed. So in years past, they're way out. But this year, it's like there's that little cutoff line now that's set at 10. And it kind of gives that like false hope that you're right there. But honestly, like getting in a playing game would be <laughs> it's so low. It still would be achievement. But after all that, you'd be surprised. The way the season's gone, they're still right there in the mix potentially for a play-in. By all counts, they're gonna go. They they keep saying Ryan, they're gonna go for it. They keep saying they're gonna make the effort. That's why I wanted I wanted to talk about this. Fox's ankle, the lack of moving around the Kings, dude. Jesus Christ, the Kings media fucking sucks, dude. That's one thing they don't press. They're not pressing, you know. And that's even throughout all of this. That's what's making it even more like confusing. No pressing the GM, the front office. No one's questioning. No one's hammering the table. Like, what's up with that, dude? Yeah, I, I don't know, man. But that isn't that the reason why we started Kings Cast, though. Like, isn't that it? Doesn't that go back to everything? Like, nobody, you know, the the local media and stuff. Nobody going at at the at the general managers and the owners and stuff. We, it's just soft takes, right? People are, you know, you kind of just Sacramento media just take it easy on the franchise, and nobody holds anybody accountable. It's, it's, you know, I, it's, I, I think this is the first year that fans are actually holding the, the franchise accountable, you know, ticket sales are way down. Like that's been, 
that's been a huge thing all year that people have been talking about. Um, you know, people are disgruntled. People aren't showing up to the, to the stadium at all. So um, I think we are moving in the right direction. I've seen a couple people um, hold the franchise accountable a little bit. I was watching a thing on Matt George today. Um, typically, you don't really agree with what Matt George has to say. Um, but, you know, he he was going in on the GMs a lot today about the, the state of the franchise. Um, Carmichael Dave, too you know, has kind of went in on these guys, but, um, for the most part, dude, you're, you're not seeing, you know, like it, if you're like Sam Amick, right? Like, why are you not coming at Sacramento sideways? Like what are, what the hell are you guys doing? You know, why are you such a shit franchise? Um, you know, so, but you know, people, people just don't hold Sacramento accountable. I don't know why it is, but that is one of the reasons why we started Kings cast, dude. We are tired of soft takes. We are tired of people not telling how it is. We are tired of people not calling out the worst franchise in American sports. So, uh, yeah, I, it is what it is at this point, but you know, one thing I do want to say is I've been really, uh, you know, I've been taking it easy, like on, on management, Monty McNair, Monty McNair in, uh, you know, specifically, uh, taking it really easy on him, but Hey, the countdown, we are about 48 hours away. Okay. We're, uh, what is that? 48, we're 60 hours away pretty much. Right. Okay. From the, for the trade line, maybe a little more it's going to get real. Okay. He's got to make a fucking move. Okay. This franchise has to do something. Okay. I've been seeing a lot of shit today of, you know, Sacramento, just nobody's moving anything. Nobody's going anywhere. We don't know what's going to happen. Something has to happen. Okay. Sacramento Kingsland in particular will fall. Okay. This will be, I, you know, I said it a couple weeks ago when we did the hundredth episode about it being the lowest point in, in that I could remember in Sacramento Kings history, uh, just because of the somewhat expectations this year. If nothing happens, okay, if they come out and they don't move Buddy Hield, they don't move Barnes, they don't move Halliburton Fox, Davion Mitchell, pretty much those those five guys, and they only move like Lynn or Tristan Thompson or dude, Kingsland is going to burn and people are gonna hold the franchise accountable. I am I people like you're saying bang the table and call them out. That that will happen for sure. Yeah, that's well, it's gotta happen. It's gotta happen or else like I, I, I guess there's no real alternative. I mean, no one's really gonna, no one's gonna, no one's gonna fucking cheer for lack of movement. You know, that's that's for that's for damn sure. I just think that like as it's approaching, as season's going going on, I think that that's kind of been the Kings. I don't know the front office ownership. It's been their deal though. Is they kind of hide behind a soft, soft a soft media. They don't have to like go out and answer questions. I mean, Monty McNair never never really says anything he, and he never just gets get passes bro they just get passes it's like dude you know when you're in a big market okay like the knicks they have to answer to like Stephen a smith okay you know skip bayless and the cowboys that kind of bullshit and the spurt bro sacramento i gotta answer to nobody sacramento got gotta answer to nobody but kang's cast bro and who the fuck are we you yeah, know just what I mean? we're just it's a bunch like, of <laughs> bunch of jerk offs right now like it's it's it, it but that's why Okay, that is why Sacramento is the worst ran franchise in American sports because nobody even cares enough to fucking call them out. Nobody big enough with the clout has enough balls to, or not, not, not even balls, has the care to call anybody out on it. That's why they suck, dude. Call them out, somebody. So, but the, the you know, it is happening, dude. The fans are fucking fed up with it, dude. Trust me, I got season tickets. I ain't been, I ain't been since the Lakers game and I don't plan on going any, and I don't plan on going anytime fucking soon. That is true. The, you know, we the people, <laughs> we the people have definitely, this is the first time I can remember where the people like almost 
are all around are just like, hey, fuck this noise. Like for real. Like for you know, and, and everybody's got shit takes. Everyone, you know, everyone's got these shit takes, trade takes, every you know, trade machine bullshit. But you know, and people want to put down one person's trade or the other person's trade. Everyone's, you know, pretty much differing ideas. The one thing's in common though, like you said, dude. The fans say we the people fuck that, bro. So that is the one thing that the fans have all, all have in common is everyone's fed up with the bullshit. And I would rather it have go in one direction than stay the same, right? I'm on the, you know, I'm sure we're going to talk about this, but I'm very much on the Keith Fox, no matter what. Okay, I'm on that train. I think he's the most talented player on the roster by far. Um, I think he's got the most upside. Um, but I would rather them, you know, at this point, if they if. Don't don't keep the roster as is. Okay. If that means having to move Fox to go get pieces and improve the roster and get an all-star, fuck it. You know what I mean? I would rather that happen than it stay the same current roster. Because I'm telling you right now, dude, Sacramento's at a spot right now where they're gonna lose fans. They're gonna lose a lot of fucking money. Okay. They have to change something. Something has to give. Okay. And I'm starting to lean towards okay, if you got to trade Deer and Fox to get Ben Simmons, I know everyone's saying that's dead. Or you got to trade Deer and Fox. To, I don't fucking know who else is at the rumors that are out there. I wouldn't trade him straight up for Demontis Sabonis. I'd probably riot on that. But you know what I'm saying. You know, if they have to go get a Julius Randle or a Demontis Sabonis type player with, you know, bringing something else back, I it's better than fucking keeping Buddy Hield, Harrison Barnes, Rashawn Holmes. It's better than that, dude. I'm at the point where it's it's you have to make a move. This roster cannot go into the summer like this because what's going to happen is if it does, the Kings are going to be so disgruntled the rest of the year. They're going to be so bad. Trade values are going to go down. Then guys are going to start demanding trades and you're going to start losing leverage. So in the summertime and the off season, you're going to be fucked, dude. You know, so I'm I, something has to give, dude. It does. And give me the face. Go ahead, Eric. Go ahead. Let me let me hear it. Well, I just I don't know. You just kind of said a lot of stuff right there. And I think you just clarify your position because I didn't really understand what you said. Did you just say you would trade De'Aaron Fox for Julius Randle? Because that's what no, it sounded no, like. I don't I think know, that's what you no, meant. No, I don't think no, that's what you that's meant. That's not what I said. That's not what I said. I said, I said, if you had to make a move to move De'Aaron Fox to bring a guy like Julius Randle and some other pieces in, then yes, you do that. That is what I said. Same thing with DeMontis Savonis. Like I said, I wouldn't trade DeMontis Savonis straight up for De'Aaron Fox, but if you can do it to bring another piece in, you know, if you could trade De'Aaron Fox and you could try to bring back DeMontis Sabonis and Miles Turner somehow, then yeah, you're going to do that. I would be okay with something like that because the current situation is not working. Okay. That's what I said. In no way, shape or form did I say Julius Randle for De'Aaron Fox straight up or DeMontis Sabonis straight up. I'm not fucking stupid. Okay. De'Aaron Fox is legit, but something has to get for, for the sake of the Sacramento Kings. Somebody's got to get moved. It has to bare minimum buddy and HB have to be gone. Well, all right. So I, I'm, I think that this whole, that's what's, you know, I, I guess I'll take us there. Like, that's kind of been the whole thing that's been going on the last month or so. Because for, for some reason, you know, I don't know, man. Kings fans, they find their target. They find their target of who, however they're feeling, their frustration. So it's the easy target's always the coach. And then it's always, you know, fucking Buddy Healed or something, right? But it's, it, to me, it's the, the weirdest thing has been that the last month or so, for some reason, like Darren Fox has become like this target. And I think the stupidest fucking thing that's come out is like the Kings have been bad and they've been bad for a while. And to me, it's like now, now because people want to see Darren Fox get moved, the takes that are coming out are like, well, you know, he's 
look at look at what we've ha- what we've been since he've been he, he's been here. Therefore, it's not working. And I think that's just fucking that's shit's trash, man. It's a nonsense take. Yes, I agree. that's just trash. It's like, yeah, dude, like he's not even that old. He's like 24. So like how much do you expect? The teams have been asked for the most part. He's had a several GMs. He's had several coaches. His third coach, I think, you know, and so, you know, I just think there's more to it. And, and I, I don't like that that takes developed. And honestly, I've been pretty resistant on on a uh, on a trade Fox really at all thing. I think the only way I I would ever get behind him getting traded is there's only one player like a re, like realistically who if they, if it happened I'd be like all right you know maybe I'm not as a fan of the player but like I could see it would be Jalen Brown. That's like the only player if they traded Fox for Jalen Brown, like I ain't gonna be mad. What about what about Ben Simmons? What if they what if somehow in a, in a you know the, the Sixers have been bluffing this whole time? Ben Simmons for Jaron Fox straight up. I think it's tough. I mean, you know, I, I gotta be I gotta respect my own take and say that the the NBA is about all stars. One guy's an all star, one guy's not. The NBA is about impact players. One guy's an all defensive player, one guy's not. You know, so I I I get it. It's a, it's a similar thing. I think at this point though, dude, I don't think Simmons is going to get moved. And I, and ultimately, and here's. Here's what I want to say is that De'Aaron Fox, I, I, I just, I'm going to, he's not going to get traded, dude. I don't see it because real, realistically the contract situation, I don't see it. I don't know how. And, and I think that one thing that I personally, I've tried to be about in my takes is that the, if you, if you kind of look at the Kings roster in totality, it's that I, I just don't think that the best solution is to get him out of here. I don't think that's ever been it. You know, I think that if I had to pick a pecking order of how I'd like to see moves, number one is to get a, another all like an all-star level player to play with him. That's pecking. That's number one and whatever that looks like. And that's why it's always been, oh, Tyree, Tyrese Halliburton, his value in, in some of the other contracts is probably what it's going to take to get that. So that's like pecking order number one for me. And then number two is, at this point, being realistic, the week of the trade deadline, my point right take right here is find a way to move Buddy, Barnes, and then some of the expiring or low-contract veterans and get something more solid in your lineup moving forward. Like That's option number two because you know if we make it out of this deadline with, with Halliburton as on the roster, Fox on the roster and kind of solidify another position or something. I, I'm not going to be entirely pissed off because I guess at the end of the day, I'm real, I'm realistic in that uh, tr- big trades are really fucking hard to pull off. And I'm realistic. The blue chip trades are really hard to pull off. And I've always known that that's why the thing is, it's crazy out there is people want to have their cake. They want to eat their cake too, for sure. When it comes to all this talk, dude, because it's funny, even today, Oh, trade Buddy and Barnes for an All Star. That's not fucking real, you know. So we're 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 in this we're in this like I would call you know we're in this conundrum here. We're in a conundrum, and the conundrum here is like realistically, if the, you want to accelerate this, you got to get the, a better player. Okay, if you really want to accelerate it, it's like what we've been talking about. You got to go to get a better player, and that that to get a better player, that means you're going to have to give up on some good players to get that player. And I think that to me, 
I've had a hard time getting behind the whole move Fox to do that thing because it's the same problem we've been going into. It's that it's on the episode we did last summer, the single superstar conundrum. Like it's about getting better players. That's really what it's about, you know? And I, I just don't think all these other minor trades do that. I don't think they do that. And so it's, to me, the take the take that it's developed from him has really been frustrating, dude. It's really been frustrating. I'm actually kind of surprised to see that you would go there. I mean, about a Julius Randle and pieces. I don't really know. I don't even see what the Knicks have that and pieces that would be that could ever get me there. And honestly, I wouldn't trade De'Aaron Fox for Sabonis and Miles Turner. I, I wouldn't do that personally. So, you know, I I, I don't know. I, I would much prefer if I if you gave me all the options, I'd rather keep a roster of Halliburton and Fox, and then hashtag TTP that shit at some point later on. Yes, and see if I can get yes, something. So else. would I. So would I. But I'm I'm trying to look at the future. Okay, I'm trying to look at it as Sacramento keeps Halliburton and Fox. They don't really make too many moves, right? They don't move. They're not going to trade the pick. Okay, that's just not. They're not going to give the pick away. They've shown they're not going to do that. Okay, so Barnes and Barnes and Buddy aren't going to return a, a player. Um, of the type of, you know, accolades that you're talking about, all-star type of player, okay? I think if how it, things stay the same, you know, you move how or you move Barnes and you move Buddy for whatever, we finish off the season shitty, which we're going to. Darren Fox is here in the summer. I think Fox requests a trade. And I've said this, and, I, and I've been saying this a long time on the podcast, okay? I've, I've said for a long time, you can go back three or four, four episodes i've said this that i said trade deadline 2023 says two years ago trade deadline 2023 that if there was not another all-star here and there wasn't another player here fox was gonna bail okay fox is gonna say you know I'm, i'm fucking over and i'm not gonna waste my prime sitting in sacramento when i don't have the resources next to me to win okay and it's already starting to show fans are already starting to turn on him the media is starting to turn on him okay people are starting to oh he's not that good you know Oh, he's digressed this year, you know, but people don't take into account that he's playing off ball and he's not playing the same position that he has in, in recent years. Okay. So I would, I would rather De'Aaron Fox get moved now for, you know, a Julius Randall and I got to go look at it, but you know, some other pieces to bring in an all-star, like you're talking about Demontis Sabonis was an all-star to bring him in. Then the summertime we roll out there with the same roster and De'Aaron Fox requests a trade. Because that's what's going to happen, and that, and you know, and you know, it's true. <laughs> I, I don't, if, I, I, I don't, do. no, I because he's he's young and he doesn't have all the leverage into that. He has multi year deal. I just think I don't know. I I guess I don't really agree with the direction they're going with it. I don't agree with the direction they're going. With it. I, I I get. I don't get why you're why you're going to like this this place of of oh he's going to request a trade, therefore we should trade him now. I'm well, not really because I'm because really I don't that. think because listen because. You're saying, yes, Sacramento needs to go get an all-star. They need to do whatever to go get another piece. Sacramento's not going to fucking do that. They're not going to do it, okay? They're not going to move Halliburton, okay? You're not going to get that type of player with with Buddy and Barnes. You're just not going to do it. So we're going to be sitting here six months from now. I mean, you're going to be talking on the podcast about how, oh, well, Deer and Fox request trade in the offseason. I don't don't think so. This roster hasn't improved now. Three days from now, we're gonna we're gonna have our answer. But I'm telling you, that's what's gonna happen, dude. It's gonna happen. I I don't think so. I think that they, if at the at the minimum, they're they're keen on this. Is where people I would say want to see some type of reset. And this is where I think it's, I think, 
I, I think people like to go super hard on One Direction. I think people like to go really hard on One Direction. And what I mean by that is like, oh, we need to reset a little bit. Therefore, we need to trade everything and completely reset. And I think that the Kings are real okay if, if they don't pull off something here that I think they may be okay resetting some of these key pieces that have been fixtures in their lineup for the last couple of years. It's, and that's why I say Barnes, Holmes, Buddy, say what you will. They're going to get you back NBA players. I don't know what kind of level of NBA players, but they're going to get you back NBA players. And I think they're, that the Kings are okay with, with that. They have, I mean, for all intents and purposes, like Davion Mitchell, Darren Fox, Halliburton, they're all really young players. And so I think there's more time than that. I don't think Darren, Darren Fox is, is not older to where he's going to go request a trade this offseason. I think that at some point, I think at some point that if they, you know, and this has been the frustration, if they continue to not put him in, look, it, it makes no, again, it makes no fucking sense to me that he was an ascending player and had his career best season. And they literally basically changed his position. That makes no fucking sense to me. No sense. No sense. I mean, that's, that's where it's all really frustrating. And so, you know, I, 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 I don't know, maybe you're talking, maybe your take is coming from more more of a place of what you think they're going to do. And so I I don't know. It is. It is what you think they're going to do based. I'm going based off what they've shown. Well, I I'm telling you what I think. I, I what I think they should do, and that's really yeah, more. And, I think and, and we're I, having. I agree. Well, let's but talk. Agree, let's talk with, about I that. Then. What they should do. You should. You should go get. You should do whatever you got to do to go get Ben Simmons to keep Darren Fox. Okay. You should do whatever you got to do. You know, if you can go pair Sabonis or you know with Darren Fox, I agree. You Should do that. Sacramento's not going to fucking do that, dude. They're not going to do. I, it. I don't. Why? I don't, why I don't give know the benefit of the doubt. Why give the benefit of the doubt to the worst brand franchise in American sports? I'm, I'm I've not it for a long time. I'm not saying that it's what they're. I don't know if they're going to pull the trigger. I don't know. They fucking haven't shown that, but I, I'm coming on here saying, this is what I think they should do. Cause that's kind of what we do. That's kind of what have been our thing, right? We come on here and we talk about what our take would be and what we think they should do. And, and really, and, and really like the big thing around Kingsland right now, is everybody's kind of going haywire and their take is just to do all this and build around Halliburton and do all this. And I'm like, and to me, it's just like, see that, that right there, that, that fucking scares me more than anything like you're talking about. Oh, do Fox potentially request that fucking scares me because I, I think that that's a, that's a, that's a step back. You start getting rid of a bunch of players and then you start leaning on a bunch of younger players. The Kings aren't going to be anywhere in the next couple of years. And, and look at, I, I think honestly, I'm gonna chill out on the Simmons stuff because I don't fucking think it's gonna happen. I really he's don't. Not, I think he's not getting moved. He's, he's not, not getting moved. So, not, so yeah. like realistically, you have to then take a step back. What is out there? Like another player that is out there, like you see some rumblings is like Brandon Ingram, John Collins, yeah, John Collins, Brandon Ingram. I, yeah, I don't think I'd trade Hal Burton for John Collins. I don't think I would do that, but I I would probably do it for Brandon Ingram. See, Brandon Ingram's the type of player. That, that yeah, see that's 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 more the conversation I'm having. Right, like I, I'm saying, like realistically, let's look at that tier. You know, I think there's a way to potentially get. I think that you can get Miles Turner out of Indiana. Like you can get him out of there without having to give up Fox and you you can get for, him for out what? Of yes, yes, you can get him out there for. You can get him out similar of to similar to what Karis Levert. Yeah, you you can get him out of there for some picks and some cap relief. They've shown that. 
you don't and so that that that's where so like let's talk about the tears so simmons not working right so okay maybe maybe you have a halliburton out there or no sorry an ingram out there you know you look at ingram you have a you have a real wing scorer who's young okay and it, and it really serves see serve your best player put your best player in his position that's what that that's what a move like that does but if a move like that isn't available realistically you know, we have to keep our takes realistic on here. See, realistically, then the next tier is that's why I said move off of the of the Barnes, the Buddy, figure out some depth. Maybe you can get a, a starter or something for the, for the time being. And if you can find a way to go get a milestone or something like that, that's really what I see. That I see the Kings kind of doing where they are resetting from the key pieces that have been staples in their lineup, like the Barnes, the Buddy, the Holmes. They're they're getting those guys and resetting from there. And they're then turning those players into different players. And then they kind of roll into the next, this next phase of the Kings for the next year or so with Mitchell, Fox, Halliburton, potentially a Miles Turner, you know, player A, player B that you get back in the Barnes, buddy, because those guys are going to yield something. So, like, that's where, like, I kind of like to, to on what you're saying about the, about the Kings, always, if they don't do something, De'Aaron Fox and Africa, I think that there's, there's a path to get a better team there that doesn't involve that. They're not moving Howard. <laughs> it's just, you know, you, you can, you, you had all that talk, right? You did everything. They love Halburn. Okay. De'Aaron Fox is more talented than Tyrese Halburn, but it just happened. It just happens that they love Halburn. So does the media. Okay. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. They are not moving Tyrese Halliburton for Brandon Ingram. It's not going to fucking happen. Even though I agree with you, this is where I'm coming from. You say, you say, keep it real, right? This is what we do. You know, we talk about what I'm keeping it real. They're not going to do that. Sacramento has shown they think Tyrese Halliburton is the face of the franchise. That's the direction we're going towards. Okay. Even though me and you disagree, right? So that's why I'm sitting there and I'm just like, well, it's not going to happen. So why are we even discussing that? They're not going to do that. I would love that. If they went and got Brandon Ingram, I would love it. He, what is he, 24? 24, he averaged, what, 25 points a game last year? Him and Deer and Fox would thrive together. Okay, but it's just not going to happen. So it's, you know, I, 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 I just, I don't want this roster to stay the same. Something has to change. There's dysfunction. There's disgruntledness. Guys don't want to be here, you know, and, and nothing's came out. Nobody's came out and said, I don't want to be here. None of that. No one's requested a trade but that's because the trade deadline's near, right? There's that hope. There's that hope. But if you drag this into July, August, guys are going to want to leave. I, so that's where we're, I think like we're, what does that mean? Dragging it off. I mean, they're going to do something. So, so you are telling me, you're are t- they, are they going to do something? I think. They, is, have to, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm a, they have to do, they have to do something. Like, ha- it, and, and that's so where if, we agree. That's where we agree. But we're, we're close to who, you know, if if they just give Buddy healed up, all right. So, you know, give all these Kingslands freaking trade machine people what they want, right? Buddy healed for Taylor Horton Tucker and whatever fucking chips the Lakers want to give. Okay, you're gonna that's doing something. Are you gonna be okay with that? You know what I mean? Like that's that's the move that it's leaning towards right now. You know, like and I'm not okay with that. I'm not okay with them just giving Buddy Hill away for a bag of chips and Taylor Horn Tucker. You know, then that you're seeing a lot of that shit. Giving Harrison Barnes up to a contender for for fucking nothing. Giving Marvin Bagley up to Portland for nothing and giving away the rights to the number two pick a few years ago. Right. Like that's that's we're leaning more towards that than we are any shakeup. 
Well, I think that if you if that happens, so this is where I'll, I'll tell you. Like, I think that maybe you tell me, man. Maybe it's your pessim the pessimism of the franchise coming through on your end. But like, okay, if they if they, if they do if they do what you're saying and they don't do anything to improve and they just kind of regress and give away pieces for what they can, I think that there's that we can totally come on here the next episode and we can have a real fucking conversation about that. And you can be like, yeah, I fucking, t- I knew they were going to do that. I knew they were going to do that. You can say that and you can talk about it. And I got that. But like, I think part, part of the thing I'm saying is like, you got, I think we have to look at, and this is where I'm saying, I, I'm not giving anybody the benefit of the doubt, but you, you yourself said, well, we can't judge Monty until after the done. He keeps fucking sick. He keeps fucking telling everybody that they're going to do something to be better. And they're, I mean, that's, that's what we talked about. The, no one, no one pushes the media. No one ever says anything. He has come out and said that they're going to play. They're going to go all in as much, much as they're they can. Gonna, they're well, not going to go backwards. Yeah. He said, he said, no, all he said was, we're not going to tank. Tanking's not an option. Okay. So is trading Buddy Heald and Harrison Barnes pretty much for bag of chips to free up cap space and keeping Halliburton, Deer, and Fox tanking? No, that's not tanking. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about right there. Okay, he came. Out, yeah, you can say all you want. You kept your you kept your two best players. Great. Okay, but you didn't make any moves to you know really improve the roster around them. The roster got worse without quote unquote tanking. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about. That's where I see it happening. You know, I see three days from now us sitting here and be like, all right, cool, Buddy and Barnes are gone, but our roster's worse. Well, that's where I think that when I when I come at you, I'm like, if they trade Buddy and Barnes, they're gonna get players back though. They have they, to. Though, who? Yeah, who? they will. I don't know, man. We can we can break it all down, but realistically, if you look at what those guys would yield early, they're gonna get some players back. They're not gonna get nobodies. They're not gonna get scrubs. That's not happening. I don't want the picks though. That's what I'm talking about. I, I don't think the picks because I think I, you know what I mean? I don't think we need to draft more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. That's with what that. I'm talking about. That's I, where, I agree. With it keeps, you keep going in this circle, right? And we keep, you know, cool. Great. We got another, we got another, we got the number 12 pick in the upcoming draft. Great. Okay. Darren Fox, Darren, Darren Fox is 25. Great. Davion Mitchell's already what? 22 going to be 23. Great. You're going to go draft a 19 year old. Yeah. I, 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 I I agree with that point in that there's a fear of getting to that point where it's a and, and I, that's what I said it's it's a young roster and you want to rely and lean on all that and do all that I don't want to be there either that's why I I think that the Kings if you if you if you kind of look at their assets and look at where they're at you know I think to I, like I said to put it in context we talked about the play in how they're how it's right there really really and that that people don't like that for for that to be a target but honestly that should probably be a target. It really should. It's better than being just outside the play-in, which is where the Kings have been the last couple years, really. The last three years, they've been at that same tier. Um, so I, I, I dismiss that, you know. But I think that, if, like I said, if, if they move those veteran guys, you're telling me, like, again, like like Miles Turner and players like that. I don't know, man. I just think, I think the Kings could be in a, in a, in a good place. It's not the place everyone's going to want to be. But it's kind of in a better place. I think, if anything, a win is just getting, and it's probably like what you're where you're coming from. You can't see the same roster. I'll say this, Ryan, and we can. I'll elaborate on this. A win really could be getting off of Buddy Heald. A win could be getting off of Barnes. It could be not leaning on Holmes to be your guy. It's show. Hey, for all the Holmes lovers, it's really shown. It's not moving the needle. It's been about 
three years. It's not moving the needle. All right. But that doesn't mean that it's a win because just because you got rid of them, it just means that it's a change. It's a change up. It's a change of the roster. I'm I'm looking down the road. Okay, I'm looking looking at everything. And I've and I have been very clear on this, and I've said it multiple times, dude. You have to surround your star player with guys, okay? Because guys don't want to waste their prime in Sacramento with no resources, okay? Where I I've said it, and I'm saying it again for the second time tonight. I said if Sacramento didn't put some resources around De'Aaron Fox by 2023 trade deadline, he's going to request a trade. He doesn't want to be here. Okay, we are fastly approaching that, and doing those moves that you're talking about gets De'Aaron Fox to request a trade. You know what I mean? Like that's that's what I'm talking. About. Cool. Yeah, go move off Buddy Hield. Great. Go move off Harrison Barnes. Great. Go draft a 19 year old. De'Aaron Fox don't want to be here no more. He don't want to be a part of that shit, dude. He don't want to be a part of that. Okay. So my solution to that, okay is you bring an all-star and some assets in, okay, and a player in, and you try to trade or, you know, you try to you try to improve the roster around Halliburton and, you know, Davion Mill and whatever asset you bring in and, you know, maybe you get a pick without a young player or you trade Halliburton. And I don't think, you know, and I prefer trading Halliburton to go get somebody, okay? Like Brandon Ingram, like you said, that is my preference. 100% is my preference, okay? Sacramento is not going to do that for some reason, they believe that Tyrese Halliburton is better than De'Aaron Fox. Okay. The media believes it. The fans believe it. For some reason, people think that Tyrese Halliburton is better than De'Aaron Fox. But if you rewind 365 days ago, okay, De'Aaron Fox was the Western Conference Player of the Month. Okay. De'Aaron Fox was on a fucking tear one year ago. Why? He was playing point guard. He had the ball in his hands. Okay. The team is worse this year with the same exact players. Okay, the same core guys. Okay. De'Aaron Fox is playing off ball. De'Aaron Fox's stats are worse. Okay. There's disgruntledness around De'Aaron Fox. Fans turn on De'Aaron Fox. Media has turned on De'Aaron Fox. Why the fuck would he want to be here? You don't going to improve this roster around him now. Why the fuck would you want to be here? And you're saying he has no leverage. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. You know, if that guy comes out and says, I want to be traded, I don't want to play. Yeah, Sacramento's going to have to move him. He it is what it is. You know, so that's where I'm coming from right there. It's you know, you for some reason, De'Aaron Fox has been villainized. For some reason, they moved him off ball. For some, they've done everything to show that they want Halliburton over De'Aaron Fox. You know, so that's what it's, they're they're not going to move Halliburton. It, it's so something's got to give. You know, if you can go get an All Star now and some picks on the back end to move De'Aaron Fox, I I honestly think that they should do it because six months from now, you might not even have that. I I just. I'm going to say it again for the sake that it's clear. And I fucking said it that I think it's a big, it, 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 it's such a travesty. I think it's such bullshit. It's so fucking Kings dude, that you would get, you would have such a good player. You would have such a good player here that is, does all the right things. And you just, you just completely, this is what baffles me about though. You just completely just, don't even cater to him. It's, it's, you know, that, that's one thing that's fucking pissed me off about the Kings with a bunch of players, Ryan. See, it's a, they pissed me off with Bagley. You draft a guy number two overall, you don't support him. We've talked about, um, what's his name in Memphis? I fucking can't, can't think John right Ryan. now. Jaron no, Jackson, sorry. Jaron Jackson. Jackson. You know, talk about Jaron Jackson. Up up until this year, Marvin Bagleyham, same basically same stats, missed the same amount of games, everything. One guy's getting 
his franchise leans in on him and one franchise doesn't and look at the outcome. So it's like they did it with Marvin Bagley, right? They didn't, they didn't take care of him. They didn't put the resources in him. Uh, they signed Buddy Heald to a contract and immediately bench him like a month into the season. That's fucking stupid. Um, you know, and then, and then look what you do with Fox now. You know, you get a guy who's at that level and you just don't lean in. And that's what's the most frustrating thing is the inability to lean in. And maybe that's the switching up coaches, switching up front office. That's what happens. You start fucking firing everybody. So what happens everybody's, when you're a shit franchise? Yeah, everybody starts everybody starts having their own little plan and you know, plans don't really all align and they conflict conflicting players in different roles. Reminds me of football. You know, we're big football fans. I'll use the analogy here on like there's been a lot of teams uh, that keep firing their coaches and they bring in new defensive schemes, 3443, three, 44. Then all of a sudden over a couple of years you have this collection of players who don't fit either scheme and then you fucking suck. You kind of see that. And that's kind of what I feel about the, about the Kings is they keep firing everybody. Everybody plays different roles. They play one role under one coach, one role under the coach, one role under one coach, one role under another coach. New front office likes one guy and likes one guy's contract. Doesn't like the other guy and the other guy's contract. And that's just, that's just irritating. And, um, you know, I just said like, again, for the sake of being said, I think it's real dangerous to lean in on, um, to, to basically get away from Fox. But I'll tell you this, though. Here's the thing to, to say what you're saying, Ryan, about the Fox. And this is why I, I haven't, I don't think it's going to happen because I think he's going to be really difficult to trade. He's, because realistically, the, key, the only trade of value that comes back is an equal trade in return. Like I said, like you said, like a, like a Jalen, or I said, like a Jalen Brown, right? Something like that. I don't see the Kings doing it for, for little bits and pieces. I don't really think they do. And I think another team, it's, it's so hard to get a trade done. His, his contract is not, it's not easy to move. And then the teams that would want it, do they even want him? Do they have a player that the Kings want to give back? So that's why like at the end of the day, so let's, let's, let's move off that. And I'm going to ask you this. Okay. Cause I haven't really heard your take on the direction I was saying. What, what, what's your take? What is your take? If after the deadline, Fox Halliburton are still here and, and, and they didn't get traded. What's your take? If Fox and Halliburton don't get traded. Yeah. What's your take? What's your take going to be? Where are you going to be? Where, where's your opinion going to be next week? Where's it going to be? Well, it depends if you know that, that I, are they trading their, are they given the first, is it going to be an unprotected first round pick? No, I'm saying if they're not traded, I know, I know. So if uh-huh. Fox and Halliburton are there and they move Buddy Heald in an unprotected first round pick for Sabonis. Okay, they're, they're, so you got to give me some. If they go make a move like that, then I'll be happy because you brought in an all-star. And I think, I, but but are they going to make a move like that? No, they're not going to. So that's kind of that's kind of where we're at. And that's why like when, when you're, I, I feel like you skipped that option when you went into your take there, when you went into your like, oh, if they don't do anything, it's he's going to request a trade, therefore trade him. I think that you skipped that step as an option. And that's kind of what I'm trying to focus on more now is like, and I'm trying to put it like, there is an option out there for the Kings to, to go get something. I think, like you said, trading, trading to pick Buddy Heald, Barnes doing that. If, if it's not going to do it. So you think they're just going to chill? What do you think? You think realistically they're just going to chill out and not do anything? I think, I think that they're going to trade Barnes and Buddy for, especially Buddy, fraction of what they, of what they had with 
you know, the Lakers. Okay. I guess it to be a fraction. They just want to move off his contract. Barnes, you might get a little something in return. Okay. I, I don't know what I need to go look at it, but I think for the most part, there's not going to be a, a needle mover that comes back to Sacramento. You see more like last last year's trades with like last Terrence Davis and DeLon. Yep. You think it's and, more bullshit see, like that? Yep. Yep. And I see Sacramento not moving the needle at the trade deadline. And I see them taking this roster through the rest of the season. Okay. With just just horrible. Okay. They would do some dumb shit. Honestly, dude, my biggest fear is them doing some dumb shit. Okay. Moving those two guys for nothing. And then really rolling out there with like Rashawn Holmes, uh, Mo Harkless. Davion Mitchell, Halliburton, and Fox, dude. That's like really, and they're just like, fuck it. We'll just the cap space. We got the cap space and we have our pick. That's my biggest fear. Okay. Because I don't think Darren Fox going into the summer looks at that and goes, oh, yeah, I want to be here. I think for sure he looks at that and he's like, I'm fucking out, dude. Are you fucking kidding me? You want to go draft another 19 year old? Really? You want to go draft another 19 year old? And what happens? Okay, what happens if you have the number six pick? Okay, the best player available, you know, you know, is a guard. What happens at that point? What happens if there's no big men? Okay, there's no legit big men out there. What are you going to do? You're going to draft another guard? You know what I mean? That's that's my biggest fear. It's like, yeah, they shouldn't that last year. They didn't want to trade the pick. Okay, they went and drafted a guard and Davion Mitchell, who who we think is a decent player. We think he's pretty good. A little old, but. Because these play, they took base player, best player available. What if they do that again this year? What if they're like, fuck it, we're just going to just try to accumulate talent? De'Aaron Fox want to be around for that? No. Well, and that I think, but, but here's, I'll give it to you in that, like, okay, if the Kings end up in that place that you're describing, though, then those, those types of moves, like those types of actions, then that, that basically is well, the best thing to do would be to trade deer and Fox, honestly. So if they're doing that, then they're, they're okay going in that direction anyway. So like, if they really get to the point where they're going to get yet again, another draft pick, like then they're basically saying we're rebuilding. <laughs> we're tanking now you're rebuilding. Cause I guess they, they've just been rebuilding, but they're kind it's of not, saying it's not, we're tanking. It's not, it's not tanking. If you don't trade your two best players, Eric. And that's what I was saying earlier, you know, Monty McNair. Oh, we're not tanking. We're not trading our two best players. We're not tanking. And everyone took that as, oh, they're going to be aggressive. They're going to go get a guy. They're going to go get a, a needle mover. Nah, they're just not tanking. They're not trading their two best players. But they trade. But they trade their. But they trade their third. They trade their fourth best player. They clear some cap space. Maybe they get a pick, protected pick, and they draft a nineteen-year-old. De'Aaron Fox don't want to be a part of that, dude. And that's no, I, I, he that's he he wouldn't happen, dude. Yeah, he he wouldn't want to, and I think if that if they got to the point, they probably would trade him. Okay, but let's talk about the here and now. I will tell you this, Ryan. Miles Turner has been a guy. We've done Kings Cast trade deadline specials for a couple uh, years now, and Miles Turner has been a guy who we we have both we're in agreement, right? That we both think he's a great fit for the Kings. He's not that expensive. He's he's pretty young. He shoots forty percent or whatever from three point land. He leads the lead in blocks. Now, no, he's not this big interior presence as far as rebounding and stuff like that, but his skill set is unique. I think that, see, you know, a lot of things will get me pissed off because mostly maybe I have a lot of anger problems when it comes to basketball. But this will really, really, really get me fucking mad. 
is if we get one of those alerts, one of those Woj alerts, and it's like Miles Turner traded to the so-and-sos for, you know, Joe Blow, Joe Blow, and basically cap relief, cap relief, and a protected pick. That's going to fucking make me mad. That's going to fucking make me really mad. I got you right here, and I got you right here, and this is what's going to happen. Miles Turner traded the Boston Celtics for a first-round pick and Robert Williams. Yeah. I'm telling you that's right good. now, dude. I'm telling you, I'm telling you right now. That's the shit that I'm talking about, dude. And that shit's gonna happen. You you are gonna see Miles Turner, you know, or for Al Horford, right? Because they gotta match some salaries, they gotta take some money on, right? Oh, Miles Turner traded for Al Horford an unprotected first round pick to Indiana. And in like Dennis Schroeder expiring contract, right? Yeah, who fucking knows what they're gonna do. Okay, Dennis Schroeder's gonna move somehow. But that's what's gonna fucking happen, dude. Okay, and that's what I'm talking about. Sacramento's Sacramento has shown, dude, they, they will draft. McNair shown, we'll draft. We'll draft. We got no we got no problem drafting. Okay. He what mean me and you talked on the phone today. Me and you talked on the phone today. And you and you even said this. You were like, Yeah, McNair shown that what has he done so far? He cares about the cap. He cares about cap flexibility. Okay. He's he wants to draft and he cares about cap flexibility. So all I can do, right, is you know, keep it real. What is Sacra? What has Monty McNair shown me since he's been in Sacramento? He cares about the cap, okay, and he cares about drafting. So why would I think that he's going to go in any other direction? And when he says I'm not tanking, all that means is you're not trading your best players. Well, you don't have to trade your best players, but you can trade everybody else. Well, that's what I, I said. I, I used the phrase last week where if the season got too bad and a trade wasn't there, that I could see them lean into winning or lean into losing. I mean. And I said, that's, that's not, that's not tanking. That's just leaning into losing. I could see that. I mean, I think that there's this idea thing about the cap is that, that GMs like, is it cap cap flexibility and draft assets mean that you have maneuverability with your roster. And I think that a lot of G not there's been franchises dude that have gone a decade without being in that situation. And I will say this, Okay, if you evaluate, if you are like a Kings fan and you've looked at the history of the Kings, one of the failures of the reason that the DeMarcus Cousins era of the Kings did not work out was because the Kings managed the cap terribly. They managed it terribly. There was, a, I, towards the end of DeMarcus Cousins' tenure here, the Kings were in the bottom five, I think in cap space, if everybody remembers that trade to the Sixers, the pick swap trade with Stauskas that everyone made fun of, I, I actually, yeah, I defended that trade from Vladi. And the reason I defended it was because it was necessary because the Kings had gotten, gotten into such a bad cap situation. It's what Vladi needed to do to create maneuverability for himself. That's why I can't talk about on here and like that, it's kind of a, a covering your ass play when you're constantly doing that. You're protecting the cap, keeping the picks. And then you can always say, oh, you know, we're developing. We're definitely have our assets. We just got to let them develop. We have some draft. We have some, uh, you know, cap availability. Like, oh, 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 you know, like in GMs love to be in that space. And that, and that is true. Like he, Monty McNair has, he, he does, all he's ever shown, he hasn't really shown as much. He's just shown us that he likes that that he does like that. And maybe he's full of himself in another draft, but you know, I don't know, man, the whole, the whole thing is that, that you could see a couple different paths here. I just think that like, I get, it's, you know, 
gotta do fucking something, bro. You gotta, you gotta do something, something. And I, I, yeah, it'll be really, really, I think most people will lose their shit. If, 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 a, if, a, if that goes past and a player like Turner, who we'll just call it an obtainable player. If there's an attainable player over there, that is good. That's that could move the needle. And the Kings don't even play in those waters, dude. That's I, I think I'm gonna have a hard time. God. Yeah, no, no, I I I agree with you. I agree with you. I just want to point out something right now. This is the shit that I'm talking about, dude. Okay, people be posting shit like this. And this is my fear. The Celtics get Harrison Barnes and Alex Lynn. The Kings get Al Horford and a first round lottery protected pick from the Celtics. That's the shit I'm talking about, dude. And that's the shit that I fear right there. I don't I don't think that's that's gonna happen, dude. Because I that that strategy right there, that's a that's a tank strategy. A tank strategy, no, here's why it's a here's why it's a tank, a kind of it's a tank strategy. It's what tanking teams do. I'm not saying that move itself is tanking, but that's what tanking teams do. Tanking teams, they take on they take on bad contracts. For picks, um, yeah. for picks because they know they're not going to go anywhere for the next couple of years. So what they'll do is, oh, I'll eat that shit contract for two years because we're going to suck for two years anyway, and you're going to give us a pick to help us rebuild. See, that's a tank strategy. I don't think Bonnie will but do that because it kind of goes against what I just said. He he he. he no. It's not tanking though, dude. It's not it goes against it goes against what he says though about his about the valuing of the cap. A move like that doesn't do that. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm just uh, hopelessly oh, optimistic. But- how worse off are the Kings right there money-wise? You know what I mean? I, I'd have to look at a move like that, but the Kings money-wise aren't that far off from what they would what they would have been anyway. You know, moving Barnes and getting back Horford's big contract. I don't know. You could look that up if you want. I'm not going to, but money-wise, they're not, you know, I know Horford's got a big contract, but so is Barnes. 26, you know? 26 million through next year. Okay. And what's Harrison Barnes getting for another year on top of that? 22 mil for another year on top of that? You know what I mean? That's the shit that I'm talking about right there. That's what I'm scared of, dude. That's what I'm scared of. If you giving, you know, you bringing in a 36 or however old Al Horford was on the 07 Florida Gators team, with Joe Kim, Noah and Corey Brewer. Okay. That fool's old as shit, dude. 07. I was graduating eighth grade. Okay, guys. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's the shit that I'm talking about. That's what I'm scared about. And, and I believe that that's what Monty's shown that he would like to do. It's not tanking. Hey, I didn't trade Halliburton and, and Darren Fox. I kept my two best players. I kept them, and I wanted to win games. I brought in Hal, or Hal Horford. But you brought in the pick. You know, you got a year off of Harrison Barnes' salary. Great. Doesn't fucking matter. You're not bringing in any, any free agents anyways. That's what I'm talking about right there. That's my worst fear. All right. Well, I think we laid it all out there. I, I'm curious about... The next couple of days, when stuff starts to really get going, where where people's heads are are at, and what they think is going to happen, and in kind of their their belief, because um, I'm more optimistic. It sounds like you're more pessimistic. It sounds like a lot of people just want to see. There's there's the people that want to see everybody go in on Halliburton. There's people that want to see Fox. There's some people who think that all the players that they fucking hate, like the Bagleys and the Buddies, are going to get an All Star and everything's going to be good. But at the end of the day, something's like we keep saying something's got to give and something's going to happen. And it's just a couple more days until we do that. So 
Hey guys, we appreciate you listening in. If you ever want to interact or be a part of the show, you can always do so by tagging us. You can find Ryan and I on Twitter and Facebook at Canescast Eric and Canescast Ryan. We are active on social media. Love to interact, talk Kings. Um, if you want to find Canescast, you can always find it anywhere at Canescast. You can find us at the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Um, Ryan and I are going to come back tomorrow, two episodes, one week. Uh, talk a little bit more about these trades and things going on, hopefully some rumors. So join us um, after you listen to this episode. So uh, with that for Ryan, this is Eric. Go Kings. This episode was brought to you by Ziggy Smoke Shop, 209's headiest smoke shop. Follow them on Instagram at Ziggy Smoke Shop 209 for a view of all of their awesome inventory. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.